Welcome back, guys, to the Not Just Speaking of podcast. Jasmine Jeffrey, as always. Today, I have the lovely Samantha, new IFBB Pro, who's still waiting on our IFBB Pro card, and I'm convinced that Royal Mail, you know, like I, I'm convinced that Royal Mail steals heels as like a little side hustle. I'm just convinced they've stolen your Pro card. I'm just saying, like, they probably stole my Pro card, haven't they? <laughs> Imagine like <laughs> Roger. It's gone down to the depot. I've been like, look, guys, yeah. look what I've got. But I want Can I get the tracking on that pro card, please? Special <laughs> <laughs> delivery only. Um, but I Joy is interesting. The moment I like I had you in my mind was when you won the ticket to go to enter well, you won the ticket at NFM to compete at Texas. But obviously a lot of shit has happened since you spoke then. So where where should we start? I think let's start with who is Sam, like, before all this competing life came, who was Sam before that? Okay, so I've always been quite fitness. I've always loved fitness. I've always been, like, sporty. I was a tomboy as a child. So I, I have actually been weight training since, like, probably age of, like, 18. Um, Obviously, I'm a lot better now and I have a coach. I've had a coach for two years, so it's a lot different now to what it was. I'd probably say I was a bit of a party girl, to be honest. Very social, loved going on holidays. Um, I went uni, so obviously went out a lot in uni. And then, yeah, it was lockdown 2020, and I thought, I need to just get a coach. And I've not looked back since. It's been a crazy journey. And I, I sort of wish I started sooner, but then at the same time, I wouldn't probably be where I'm at now if I did start sooner in terms of like muscle development. Mm. So, yeah, it's been like a complete turnaround. but absolutely love love this journey and I'm not stopping here so where did you go uni? um oh gosh it feels like a lifetime ago now I've been graduated three years I did four years at uni I did a master's and where so, did you go? that was good in Manchester Manchester met uni ah uh, I looked at Manchester <laughs> I looked in Manchester so did you say you because you're where are you actually based at North I'm Warrington Okay, so, did so you- I didn't actually live in, I just commuted, you know, because it's only like, it was like half an hour max. Yeah, Warrington's like that really weird place that no one really knows, but it's such a good location for like Ikea in Liverpool. And yeah, <laughs> so in between Manchester and Liverpool, so it's we get the best of both, I suppose. I love that. So what did you study? Chemistry. Actually, yeah. I, I love this because I would not have <laughs> that at all, like... When you got into so what did you do at like A levels, just out of curiosity? Was it like full on you were you love science? Was that always like Yeah. So I did like biology, chemistry, maths and psychology in college and then went on to pursue chemistry at uni. So I've always been the quite yeah, like sciencey, mathsy and good with numbers. Um so I loved it in school. I was very sporty and sciencey and arty as well. Like complete all rounder really, but yeah, I've always had passion for science, to be honest. Which takes most people by surprise, I think. <laughs> Did you just out of curiosity, like because you're good with numbers, do you macro track? Because my friend, like, she loves macro track yeah. in numbers, whereas I just want to know that question. I love them. I love getting them bob on. And like once, I think last prep, I literally made like a little 40 gram portion of um five percent beef mints and had like a little bit of cheese, and like that was the last of my macros. So I love it. I absolutely love it. It's not for everyone, but yeah, I like getting creative with macros. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm macroing at the moment. Actually, I feel like I've like I'm I changed not houses. It's like Hogwarts, isn't it? I changed like my side of like where I'm. Where I'm like 
or like I'm not plan meal plan or like a macro. And I feel like the moment macro just seems to work for me. I might change yeah. one again, but at the moment I'm just enjoying being able to like like it's not because all my macros are chocolate. I'm just saying like only seventy percent of it is. But like for yeah. real, like, it's nice to be able to have that flexibility. I think yeah, right. Like I macro tracked throughout prep. Um, obviously to within reason keeping the food sources mm. you know friendly but it just helps and I feel like it helps with cravings and like yeah just having more like freedom with your meals instead of eating the same thing every day I think I would find that a lot harder like six or so months it's too much yeah <laughs> too so long. work then considering you are a chemist can I call you is that what they call you a chemist yeah and what was the question sorry what did you what work did so I currently manage a little lab in Nosley, which is just outside of Liverpool. Um, and it's chemical treatment. So I do a lot of the analysis of like any samples we get from clients and customers. And we price on how to treat it or where to send it and whatnot. So, I mean, it's nothing that exciting, but I am a little lab rat. That's what I do. Nine to five. Uh, sorry, eight to five, Monday to Friday. Um, I've done that for the past three years now. So is that privately done or like an NHS thing? Uh, no it's private again like i just keep seeing mirrors of like my friend because she did the same a levels as you and she's in like the lab as well like she works in the lab in the nhs and like just yeah. like crazy manic you get a lot of steps though that's what she's told me you do get a lot of steps uh, it does help with prep <laughs> so what was it about lockdown then like i think for a lot of people like lockdown was a good time to like pause think and then actually like take or well, some people took action some people didn't but like what was it for you about lockdown that was like gave you the kick of the ass to go right Sam this is I'm gonna have a chat with myself I'm gonna sort I'm actually gonna like go take the first step like what was it for you can you remember that moment I think it must have been because obviously we were obviously in lockdown there was nothing much to life it was basically just work and obviously the gyms were shut so I was actually training in my garden and my garage, I had a little setup, bought some weights and stuff. Um, I think just to keep me occupied, just to keep me ticking over in terms of training. And then I think, yeah, I just thought, why don't I actually do this? And I asked one of my friends, Meg, to recommend a coach. And she recommended Josh. And he's perfect. He's the best coach ever. Like, he's my forever coach for sure. So, yeah, I think I got in touch with him, like, October 2020. And I wanted to compete in March, I think it was. Um, and we decided that's a bit too soon and um, we pushed it back to September where I did the PCA first timers and yeah like the whole journey has been amazing like, I absolutely loved it it's definitely my sport like, I feel like it's my purpose in life I know that's crazy but definitely I just I love everything you saying that at NFM remember you saying yeah. that I'm built for it apparently <laughs> I get told because I I do believe that. But did you when was there a moment where you started to believe it? Do you still kind of have moments where you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, uh, and have like those little days, or like how do you feel now? Because I think having confidence in this sport is something like you've, from what I can see, you've developed that like, quite quickly, and I think that's yeah. quite a skill. Because like for me, I've been competing like for a few years, and I think I still have those moments. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Really? I can't. I mean, I think because I'm so happy in what I'm doing and my progress, 
and I absolutely love the sport and like I visualize quite a lot so I'm just I'm constantly visualizing like the end result or like before I first stepped on stage I would visualize me on that stage and because I've, I've spoke about bodybuilding for years so when I first stepped on that PCA stage like wow I can't even tell you what it felt like I was living what I've dreamt about for like so many years so I was just so happy I think regardless of the result like I, I didn't really expect anything from the bodybuilding I just wanted to get on stage wanted to give it a go so I don't know like I, I just have this constant vision of the future and it's go 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 so like I know I just want more and more more like I'm excited for the future if you know what I mean did you always envision yourself stepping on the PCA stage with a yellow bikini and a high ponytail no but I'm glad I did I'm glad I rocked the neon and I'm glad I did the pony because I was doubting you know there's always a stigma about you know, long hair, hair down. And obviously I have a bob naturally. So, you know, I've had to have extensions and all this, but I'm so glad I went with the pony because that is like my signature hairdo. So whenever I went out or I wanted to get really done up, I'd love my, my high pony. That's where I feel like most sassy, most confident. So yeah, I feel like I'm glad I set the standard there for the pony and PCA. <laughs> yeah, talking about high ponytails, right? I don't know what I've been thinking for so many years, in my like teenage day, days or whatever, I would have hair down curls all the time. And I, what is it, Erin Tendu, Erin Thompson Tendu in April, I was like, I can't be asked. I'm just going to put it up. And she, I was like, why have I got to this age yeah. of my life? And I've only just realised how fucking good a ponytail looks. I was like, I could have saved myself hours of like, God, I'm going to and wait for it to set. Like, I've got thick hair. And let me tell you, it took at least a good like, two and a half EastEnders episodes to like get it fully done so I just feel like <laughs> just like I've, I've just missed the trick I'm gutted yeah throw it up and never look back <laughs> so I get really sweaty I'm not gonna lie I get really sweaty and like the feeling of having your hair like back I'm like oh you actually feel like you can breathe I can imagine on stage you you, you feel amazing I can just imagine that's it just flicking the pony round love it <laughs> I remember seeing that yellow and how I painted out and be like oh my god I just thought that's such like a like iconic look and I thought no one like no many people wear yellow not many people do the hair but the fact that you had the guts in your first like show to be like screw it I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna do it so leading on from the looks talk to me about NFM because I when I saw your NFM I, the first thing I came up to you was like Girl, I don't know you, but your hair can we? <laughs> so, like, how do you get your hair like looking so different? Like, I just don't understand. Oh, I've always been like this. Like, every time I go out, I just look completely different. And people have said this to me in the past, but I just love getting creative. Like, I think I get bored of the same look. So, if I look the same, you know, every time on stage, I'd be like, I don't know. I just wanted more. So, it was actually my sister. I've got two sisters and two brothers. And my eldest sister, she was like, do the curls. Because I've done the afro before. Like, I've done this for a night out or whatever in the past. Um, and we love rocking the curls. So I just thought, yeah, do you know what? NFM, like, let's do it. Because I feel like it's quite similar to PCA. You get away with the creativity more. Obviously, I couldn't do that on an IFBB stage. Um, so I thought, yeah, well, I've got the opportunity to rock the curls. But and I feel like they paid off. It was a winning look. So and it was green as well. I could never yeah. like in color because like you for me like being like really pale and like obviously very white. I would love to like you seem to have a pigmentation in your skin because obviously you just come off from holiday. You look quite like 
yeah and quite well I'm always looking at like the oranges the greens and the yellows and I think damn it like I just want to be like half Mexican or some shit so yeah I <laughs> but I just know it would wash out on me so yeah I'm a bit jealous not gonna lie I've literally had it's all all been neon so far obviously apart from my blue in Portugal but yeah literally the neon collection but I love neon I always have to one like it makes you look more tan as well even though you don't don't need that on with a stage time um but yeah i'm glad i went for the crazy colors so to say and the crazy hair and now i'm obviously ifbb i'll be a lot different but i've had the phone i've had like experience of like multiple fed multiple hairs so yeah it's been it's been a real fun so far talk to us about like recently then so you did it was actually interesting because it was you and jess wasn't it that you were both in like the same classes yeah so I found in, it in NFM. Yeah, in NFM and I think it was at Two Bros as well. Two Bros, yeah. So going for Two Bros, second place from what I can recall. Yeah. Was you gonna stop like because I was interested because like for me, when I was look when I like think about my first prep, yeah, my first prep, I would never have um being completely honest, I don't think I could have had like I don't know what the right word is, but I think I would have struggled to go into a prep so soon straight after when I saw that you did that I was like girl this girl's got like some so she's got something yeah. about her because I, uh-huh. I I think I was just like maybe I had like the wrong coach but did you find that quite hard going back into the next season quite fast I think for me personally like I think I would have found that quite difficult um I actually enjoyed it because you know how addictive competing is so just having that stage time is like everything for me so I wanted to do more shows I had obviously PCA Universe was the start of the season for me and then the next up two bros I did with Meg so she actually said she's doing the show and I was like oh I'll do it with you and we'll have a nice show day together and then I jumped on the NFM last minute because I was like why not it's a week away like I want to be on stage again I'm lean uh, so let's go for it and then we me and Josh were discussing Portugal so I think as I'd done the two bros, the regional, we were planning Portugal then. So it was all quite, you know, get up and go. Um, I wanted to do as many shows as I could. So I'm glad I did. And I, I kind of wish I did more now, but um, it's paid off. But, you know, in terms of struggling, um, I get the show day hangover. I don't know if you know what this means. You know, the day after you feel literally hungover, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and I get a, get a bit of a refeed and just get back to it. So I think jumping straight back into a prep helps you mentally and it just keeps the fire, you know, the ball rolling, the fire burning. So, no, I didn't really struggle with that, um, which is surprising because I had people message me on Instagram as well, like, wow, how, how can you manage so many shows? Um, but I didn't know any different. I was just, I think I was so excited. The adrenaline was high. Um, I just kept going and I feel like I could have done one more, to be honest. I do. Well, body definitely needed a break now after yeah. seven months. But I do. What I when I was just thinking about and listening to you talking, I do think there's something behind more knowledge, better coaches out there that are actually able. Because maybe like I don't know, I won't like name my coach that I had back in the day. But like mm. I was trashed to the point that I was like, I I need like at least like a year out. Whereas you you do see quite a few people that are able to come back quite quickly and I do think that's probably like a lot of that is could be down to like the way that coaches actually like obviously Josh I know is a really good coach yeah, he's as well. so like 
you know, they've got that knowledge like there. Because when I think about it now, when I got to February, I actually said to Joe, I was like, oh, I, I could actually like go again. But I just went, oh, like, mm-hmm. I just, it was massive. Yeah. I said no to myself. But um, no, it's interesting because like, I will always fall back to my own prep. Like, I think back in 2017, 2016, I think I needed like two years, something like that. Wow. But, uh, you well, it's hard. Everyone's different. Yeah, but you seem to have so much energy. Like when I saw you, you were just yeah. like buzzing your tits off, and it. it was like so nice to see. Like you could generally see yeah. that like you were in such a good place. Because I do see some some people on stage, and I'm like, when's your next show? And they're like, oh, I've got. And then you can see they're like they're getting to the. Like, you can tell they're like, oh, they probably shouldn't. Like they they yeah. burnt their candle. Whereas you were like, nah. Like you, could, I could tell you had so much more like energy and like like stuff in you that yeah. makes sense. Um, and I grateful of that because I literally feel it I feel the you know the passion the fire and I don't ever want to lose that so I'm definitely grateful on my part because like you say now like people struggle or you know people don't have the the good to go anymore for more shows but yeah like I literally said to Josh I think I'm like the happiest girl on prep and he's like yeah you know when you enjoy it it definitely makes it a lot easier so yeah I'm just happy doing what I'm doing so I just want to keep this up and see how far and how long I can do it for, really. So talking mm-hmm. about being the happiest, I will go back to the two bros pro card stuff. I just want to, like, yeah. finish it off. So, like, you mentioned there being the happiest girl on prep. Like, how are you in off-season? Is it much different? Or are you quite um, the same? So, obviously, I'm in reverse now. I'm going to off-season. It has been a little bit... I felt a little bit lost, you know, just the normal post-show feelings, the post-show blues, feeling a little bit worthless. Um Obviously, I'm still competing. My my goal is for the pro debut next year. But with it being so far away, you just feel, yeah, just, just a little bit lost. Um, Obviously, the weight gain, that's not easy to deal with. But I do know it's all temporary. I've done it before. Um, I just know I'm just adjusting to this new phase. So, yeah, I think once I get back into the gym, I've been a little bit ill. I don't think it's hitting my chest. Yeah. So I've not actually been training, and, and that affects my mood a little bit. So when I'm training, I'm thriving. And when I'm out of the gym for too long, it does not get me down, but I just, I like what training does for me mentally, clears my head. So yeah, once we get back on the training and get into the structured thing, I'll be set and the fire will be burning. So yeah, off season, I mean, obviously you're not getting the buzz off prep, but I like the training. That's the the thing I love. So yeah, off season, pretty much the same. I've got all my posing, keep up with that keep up with the training the progression the food so yeah th- this pros we like both you always want what you can't have don't you yeah you sometimes yeah. you're like oh i just want like the off season pop x and then when you're in off season that i know exactly what you mean like yeah the other. <laughs> <laughs> it'll right. come around soon enough yeah exactly so let's go yeah. into the juicy stuff so two bros some people who would have played second would have gone nah like obviously not like close to the pro card, not my time, and some people would have stopped. What was it that made you go for Amity Olympia Portugal? So I think I didn't actually book Portugal at this point, but me and Josh had been discussing it. So as soon as I got off the stage, I was obviously, you always want the gold. Of course we want the gold. So I was a little gutted. Not not crazy upset, but I just said to Josh, am I good enough for this Portugal show? Seriously? And he was like, yes, of course. Don't worry. Don't let it get in your head. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I just seen the show as it was just a regional that I had to do, essentially. So, 
yeah I mean I always want the gold we're all hungry for the gold but yeah I enjoyed the show and it was my first experience of two bros as well so that was nice but yeah I didn't I literally just got back up and as my plan was set for the Portugal show and then obviously I threw NFM in there but yeah I think jumping in and out of shows it just helped you know to keep the ball rolling keeping your vision on the next goal and you know what there's you're not always going to win and that's okay you know there's pros there's Olympians that come like top five and they'll win the next show or they won't even place the next show and that's just how it works so for me it was the enjoyment of the stage time of course and yeah just the buzz of show day you can't beat it what was you like as a kid? Did you perform a lot? Was you into dance? Was you confident with public stuff? What was you like? Yeah, I didn't perform. I wasn't a dancer or anything like that. I was just very sporty. That's all I can remember, just playing so many sports. I actually did, so you know, like the school holidays, some holidays. I did um, summer sports, it was called. And I literally went to school all summer holidays to play sport, which is crazy looking back, but I absolutely loved it. Like all day, awesome holiday. I used to swim, so I did lifeguards. I used to play tennis. But yeah, I just loved it. Like my dad's very sporty and he, you know, he likes the Olympics and he always said, oh, you'll be an Olympian. He wanted me to be an Olympian swimmer. But obviously, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I might be going to Olympia, dad. That's close enough. <laughs> what um, I said, I found my sport now. Oh, sorry. What's been your parents like, and family, friends like? reaction to everything like you getting into competing and stuff sometimes it's they're the most important people in the world other people they're like nah it took like a while so for me like it definitely took a few years I definitely think compact actually helped with my like difficulties I had with my mum my dad and my friends and family and stuff what was it like with you I mean they've all been so supportive and um, I can't fault any of them to be honest my mum and dad probably don't quite get it but they they appreciate it and they see how happy it makes me. So yeah, they they're on board with it a hundred percent. My all my sisters, my brothers, all my friends. I think because I've I've spoken about bodybuilding for years. Like I've always you know obs- sort of obsessed over like the female bodybuilders that I followed and stuff. So it wasn't like a shock to them really. Um, and I've always been very sporty. You know, I've trained, so people know me as sort of like a Jimmy gal sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's been nice. Like, I can't imagine having someone not support it or say anything. But then I always said as well, regardless whether you like me doing bodybuilding or not, that'd be anyone. It doesn't affect my opinion on it at all. Like, I'm so set on it. Even if everyone in the world disagreed with me bodybuilding, I'd still be doing it. So I'm just, yeah, it's mine. It's all mine. And I love it. <laughs> so... Let's go into the Ligurie, Alan's Olympia, Portugal. Was there like things that you would kind of advise someone, like something that you kind of like maybe like picked up or thought, oh, if I would go again, like I'd do something, I'd bring this or I'd do this differently. Was there like any insights you can give like me and the listeners? In terms of the Portugal show? Yeah, like competing abroad, like in general and stuff. Yeah, so don't forget to take food weighing scales. That is my number one. So I left them in, my brother took us to the airport, me and Meg, and I left the food scales in his boot. So me and Meg were traipsing hard and long all over Portugal, trying to find somewhere that sells food scales. We didn't have body scales, so I couldn't really do my check-ins. It wasn't too 
you know, much of an issue because it's all visual light in peak week. But yeah, we actually ended up in a butcher's and we asked them to cut up chicken chicken breast into 100 gram portions and they boxed them up. So we had about 20 boxes of these chicken pieces so we could meal prep. So yeah, just maybe be organized before an international show. No, but jokes aside, I think depending on the show you do, you do need probably to go like a few days prior, you know, in terms of like water retention, all that sort of stuff getting settled. Just the usual show day prep really wasn't actually that much different. Obviously, you know, you're traveling, you need to make sure you've got everything you need for your flight in terms of COVID, all that sort of stuff. But no, it was nice. We literally hopped over. I had a few days downtime, registration, and then show day. And then we had a few days. We stayed a few days after the show as well. Um, lots of celebrating. So the, the trip was absolutely amazing. It was like a show and a holiday in one. You can't compare, you know, international shows to UK shows. Absolutely blew out of the water. It was an amazing experience. Even the setup was amazing. Like that's the best stage I've ever stepped on in Portugal. So it's definitely worth it. They're very expensive. So bear that in mind, but it's so worth it as well. Like definitely. did you get your tan done with them as well? Yes, I did actually. So tanning was pretty much the same, you know, your top coat, base coat, but they actually do them both on show day, which is kind of better because it was it's like 30 odd degrees. I'm thinking I don't want to be sweating this off in my hotel room. So, yeah, it was just two coats on the day. Yeah, and it was a really nice tan, actually. I was tanned by a male, and all the staff were male. So I was literally prancing around with nothing on with all the male staff. So that was an experience. I've heard that before. Yeah. International shows. I think it definitely throws people off as well because it's like, wow. I know. I was very exposed, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do for these shows. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what was, can you remember, like, parts of actually, like, them calling your name, getting the pro card? Because wasn't there a Bikini Pro show as well the day after? Yeah, so I could have technically done that. I just wasn't mentally, I never expected the result like not in a million years so I wasn't mentally prepared for that show as in to do the pro show on the Sunday I just wanted the sushi and cocktails by then and you know I want a nice build-up to my debut I want a new bikini a new look so there's, there's plenty of time there's no rush but yeah in terms of the show day it was amazing like I love my time on stage like I'm just so encaptured by the adrenaline and it's always over so fast but I literally had sort of no idea what was going on when I was on stage. Like when I had the pro card in my hand, it didn't, I, I didn't acknowledge that. Like I just want a pro card. So I think in my head, I was just, I'm on stage. I need to hold this card. I'm smiling. It's like, I'm just doing a task. Like I needed to do this chore. But, and then on the sideline, it started to hit me. And I was like, honestly, it was just like, it wasn't real. Like I kind of wish I was more with it. Thinking back to actually realizing what was going on. But I think, you know, just the rush and the adrenaline taking over. I didn't even know that was top five call-outs. So, like, I was hanging around backstage, obviously waiting to go back on or not. And then one of the, the guys backstage, like, read read out one of my number. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm top five. So I was I was absolutely amazed backstage. I was just happy, you know, that I've, I'm at an international show and I've placed top five. And next thing, I win my category, which was it incredible 
I did not expect any of this. And then the card at the end, yeah, I was so overwhelmed. It took me a few weeks to for it to hit me. Josh got voice note with me like, has it sunk in yet? I'm like, no, I don't think it will. I don't think it will hit me. But yeah, like it couldn't have gone any better. It was like the best, best experience of my life probably. Yeah, so happy. <laughs> the question was like, so how do you feel now the dust has somewhat settled? Oh, it's such an honour. Like, I just still can't believe, you know, my progression this, this season. You know, I've been, I've been competing like 11 months now and it's just been crazy. So I'm I'm very grateful. I feel very blessed. And I'm just excited to see how far I can take it now. Now I'm in the Pro League. Um, my aim is obviously to reach Olympia one day and even win it. You've got to set the goals high. So, yeah, I feel very blessed, very lucky um, and excited, very excited to see where we're going to go. I can 100% mm-hmm. imagine, right? You know when, like, a newspaper, like, talks about something, but they don't really understand, no, but they know it's a big thing. I can imagine, like, Warrington Post, Manchester Post, Liverpool Post, like, <laughs> all go kicking, like, going crazy. When you win Olympia, they're like, yeah, go for Warrington, we fly to Vegas. <laughs> this little girl from Warrington makes Vegas. <laughs> that would be the dream. It would. But again, I just, I didn't expect any of this. I've just been cracking on and enjoying it. So, yeah, you've got to count your blessings. And I do feel very lucky. But obviously, yeah, I've got to put in the work as well. So, yeah. Can on to the next. Yeah, because I saw something in your story as well. And I do want to, like, touch on it. Where I think someone asked if you like if you've been enhanced during like this first season, and you can obviously say, but like you both you and Josh were like no, like yeah. I think it's frustrating when like people are honest about it when they're not, and then people say, oh well, I'm like, well no, like they wouldn't. There's no reason to like why would someone say no? Like it's a weird thing. But how have you felt about? If I was, I would I would admit it because I like being transparent and honest. Um, and I'm just doing this journey for me, but no, like I've, me and Josh, I've never discussed them. I don't want to do them personally. I'm not. I'm not got anything against them. Uh, people that do use enhancement drugs or whatever, but no, it, I just clear that I don't need it, which I'm. I'm quite glad about. Um, and it's just never something that I would have thought about. But I mean, Josh is happy. Josh tells me I'm built different. People have said they've never seen people progress like this. So. I don't know any different because, you know, this is my body. This is all I know. But it seems that something is working well and my body's very responsive. So, yeah, again, feeling very lucky in that sense. But, yeah, again, like, I just don't know any different. So I can't I can't compare. I can't really comment to, to others. But I have had people comment and saying, that, you know, it's not like it's rare, but, you know, it's quite it's a shock or, you know, to see how quickly I progressed especially from from like last year to this year because I only had a small off season really maybe like four months so I was quite surprised myself but I didn't realize that that's not the norm if you get me yeah so maybe I'm blessed so I'm not going to take that for granted yeah I'm going to do justice I do think it is like at the same time like it's refreshing though because I think there is sometimes like the assumption that you have in order to get your pro card you have to be using performance enhancing drugs and I think some people might have that underlying thought, but it just shows that if you have the right mindset, the right work ethic, 
coupled with genetics, like, you know, and a great struck, like all the, I think all the things together, like, I still think it can happen. Yeah. See, like you're testing to the mat. I know many people as well that are still like natural, even in the pro league. So like, it is, it is possible. Like there isn't just like, you have to stay natural or you have to do performance enhancing drugs, but it's just like, there isn't, there's not like one option, one way or the highway. Like there are ways of doing it. And obviously you've shown that, you can do it without two. And I think it will probably give people like, I made peace of mind. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I mean? It, I think it'll be really nice for some people to actually hear that from someone like yourself. Yeah. You like made all this progress and done what you have done and turned pro. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think people shouldn't feel pressure to, or feel like the only way they can get pro is by taking enhancement drugs. So. Yeah, let's set the standards for naturals. But no, again, no disrespect or but disregard for people that do. It, mm. it, everyone's personal journey, isn't it, at the end of the day? Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't need them. I don't need them for now, I hope. But yeah, it's something that I don't really want to get into if I can help it. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think quite a few people, like I know a couple of pros that are in that same position as well. So I like it. Yeah. I love it. I'm all for it. So, looking ahead, plans. I bet you're sick of everyone asking this question, but I've got to do it. What are the somewhat plans for you with your pro debut? Talk to us. Would you Would you want to go like Korea way? Would you want to go back to Portugal? Would you want to go straight to America? Like, which way in the globe are we talking? Oh, should I should I give the intel? No, I will. I'm thinking America, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm chasing I'm chasing the top. I wanna I wanna be in Olympia. That's my goal. People might think it's ambitious or not, but I mean, it's been a crazy journey so far, so let's just keep it ticking over. Let's keep it going. Yeah, I yeah. think that's actually such a good way of doing it, because like you do sometimes see there's a bit of like distance or like I think they are making some good progress to kind of make it very similar, but like you know, Portugal or like not Portugal, not like single out country, but yeah, you know, Europe, Persia, yeah. sometimes they don't match the same way as America does. And obviously, like they are different judging panels, but like predominantly, mm-hmm. if you are going to Olympia, you do want to get seen by American judges, get their feedback, be in front of like, you know, hopefully a couple of like Olympians. So you can really like get fast, almost like fast track it. So I can see exactly why yeah. you want to go to America. I just think you get one life. You know, we can't bodybuild forever. I wish I could. But yeah, I'm just just gotta take take what you can and go for it. I think don't shy away from if you do want to do a show and you think it's ambitious, damn right, go for it because you don't know what might happen. You know, I did with Portugal and now I'm IFBB Pro, so that is completely life changing for me. So yeah, you just got I think you just gotta go for it. And I, I'm gonna put myself in there. I'm gonna put myself, you know, with the big fish, so to speak and see how it pans out but again i just enjoy the stage time so no matter what stage i'm on i'm gonna you know i'm not wasting a second that is my time so and hopefully they like it but i know i'll have a good time regardless i yeah. want to take you back to when you got your pca pro card because that's a big that's another really big one to get yeah. and obviously to get like in the short space of time that you you kind of got it and obviously whatever was that quite a difficult decision to pull away from that pro card and go back into, I can't say that word, amateur like like shows again? Yeah. Was that a difficulty at all? 
It was. I wouldn't say that I was umming and ahhing about doing another show. I, I had my mind set on the two bros. And because my ultimate goal was always, you know, the IFBB route, Olympia route. Um, and this is the only way. But it was hard for me. You know, I absolutely adore the PCA team. You know, it was my first, my first show, my first pro card, you know. I hold so much, like, good memories from PCA. I actually shadowed the judge panel once as well. So it was hard knowing that I sort of lose that status with them. But, you know, with my, my current goal set, it was inevitable. So, yeah, I didn't really mention it. I just rocked up at the two bros and thought, oh, God, it's happened. But, no, there's no bad blood. You know, I, I love the team. I respect the federation. So, yeah, it's just on to the, on to the next path in life so to speak 100 yeah. are you visualizing the look yet oh it's hard i've got a few ideas but i need to start manifesting it you know <laughs> but yeah i'm excited i need to oh sorry need to have a look at some shows and what what i want to do is the pro debut i've not got one set yet but i've got a nice amount of time to grow grow some glutes and then yeah start the prep for the big one exciting times well yeah. i think you've done pretty bloody good babe and you have such a good mindset and like from obviously when i spoke to you like at nfm you just seem to radiate like so much good like energy like so yeah, much energy. I... And you could really tell you could read like, it shone like definitely up backstage all right that um you either find me really annoying or like yeah yeah again you love the energy the hyperactiveness but yeah, I'm just I'm just super happy doing doing this. So yeah, can't complain. So last question, you know, you know, I've prepped you. Sometimes I don't prep guests, but I've prepped you this time. I try to be nice. So Sam, what makes you not just a bikini girl? Hit me. Not just a bikini girl. So I'm probably I think I'm a pretty all rounder of everything. So you know, I'm a chemist for one, which is unexpected. I'm very creative, very arty. I'm very practical, I'm very sporty. So, yeah, I think there's a lot more than just the pretty bikini glam. Probably quite a tomboy as well. So there's a, there's a contrast there. But, yeah, I think the main thing for me is, like you say, my energy. I think I'm quite a positive person. And I like sharing that. I like boosting other people up. I like showing my passion. So, yeah, I think I'm a little wild card, so to speak. I think that's a perfect way to end this. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. I've burnt your podcast bubble and you passed successfully. So You have. It's been a great first experience. Aww. So thanks for having me. I've enjoyed the chat. You're so welcome. Well, yeah. I'll leave all of your details in the episode notes. So go and head over to Sam's profile and watch the wildcard hit America, Warrington yeah. to Vegas. I'm just putting it out there now. I'm just Let's, let's do it, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> But see you guys in the next episode.